0: Hey, welcome to Life in the Leadership Lane. I'm your host, Bruce Waller, where I get to talk to leaders that are making a difference in the workplace and in our community. What did they do to get started? And what are they doing to stay there? And today, I have a very special guest. I'm getting to talk to Jeff Palkowski. Jeff has his master's in HR, he is uh, certified with the SHRM SCP. He currently serves as the Workforce Relations Manager at the University of Wisconsin, and he's also a Sherm 22 influencer. Hey, Jeff, glad to have on the show. How you doing, man?
1: How are you doing, Bruce? Good, good to see you. It's, it's been a long time, what, at least a week or so?
0: <laughs> it has been. You know, we just got back from the Sherm conference, Sherm 22 and uh, I wanted to get Jeff on the show today to talk about... Uh, some of the takeaways from the Sherm conference. But I always like to reflect on when I first met you, though, Jeff. And and for you, I've, I've admired following you on social media for a long time. But the first time I actually met you, I believe, was at the Volunteer Leadership Business Meeting in Washington, D.C., uh, when we were going to go uh, on the Hill one day. Do you remember that?
1: I, I do remember that. I, I, I think it was 2019, maybe, yep. that we actually met. Um, I think we had been following each other on social media, and uh, yeah, I was uh, I was thrilled. You came, you, I think you recognized me, came up to me, introduced yourself, and uh, the rest is history from there. You know,
0: uh, it's it's funny uh, when we were in, in uh, New Orleans uh, just uh, last week, uh, I met your team, and uh, I remember it was the uh, I think it was like the four Js and the E.
1: Jackie, Jen, Jane. So there's your G's and Jeff. Okay. And uh, the eyeball was Elaine. (laughs) Elaine, Elaine.
0: Yes. And Jackie mentioned that. uh, Hey, she said, Hey, have you ever had Jeff on the podcast? I'm like, no, he's on my list. And then when I got back, I was like, Hey, it's time to do some takeaways. I'm going to get Jeff on the podcast. We're going to talk about some of our takeaways. So appreciate you being on the show, but Hey, but before we get started with that, I would love for you to share. I mean, I've, I guess I've known you for about three years now, maybe a little bit longer, but I I don't really, I probably don't know everything about you. I would love for you to share the Jeff Palkowski story. Like, where did you grow up and uh, how in the world did you get into uh, HR and leadership?
1: Sure. Well, I don't don't know if it's an interesting story or not, but uh, I like to start off right at the beginning if I can. Um, So I was actually born on a Marine Corps air station in Japan. My dad was a career Marine in Marine Corps aviation, and I was actually born in Japan. And at three months old, came over to the States. And then for about the next 40 years or so, uh, my life uh, growing up and living was um, right outside of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So that's where my dad was, was raised, came back, retired from the Marine Corps. And, and, and that's where I grew up. My first HR job, um, I had a full career before uh, actually moving into HR. Um, I was actually working in financial services. My first job out of college was working um, uh, for an investment center. And it was just, it was just a time where I had my bachelor's, I needed a job, there was a job available and boom, there you go. Um, So I knew nothing about investments, uh, had to learn very quickly. Um, And it was a company that I stayed with, uh, again, my first job out of college, stayed with them for about 10 years. And I came in uh, in an entry level job and, and I left there um, about 10 years later as, um, as a Uh, department head, vice president, 60 employees working for me. I mean, just quickly moved up and I figured, hey, this is great. I want to, I want to, you know, I'm going to do this forever. Uh, But really there was something missing. And, um, but the nice thing about that job is kind of where I, where I feel I kind of was directed towards my lane uh, was in that role. It was a lot of human resources. And Mm -hmm. luckily I had a very um, great partner in a uh, corporate human resources uh, team that worked with me on on everything from recruiting to employee relations, and I really got to see that side of the world. And found that it took me a while. I'll admit it, it took me about three years. So I really looked at it and said, I want to do that. Mm. And um, so I left that role. I actually stayed in um, financial services for about three more years and a couple of different roles. Now this was back in the early two thousands when everybody was buying everybody else, and we bought this company, and then we got bought out. So all of these mergers. Uh, It just created a lot of chaos. And I thought about it and I said, I can't see myself doing this for another 30 plus years. So Mm. I actually, um, uh, I guess the best way to put it is I I quit cold turkey. I actually went in, resigned from my job and decided I'm going to go to school full time. Went back to school. I'd started in MBA. That was kind of starting and stopping. I went back to school and said, I'm going to get this master's in human resources. Uh, I'm going to, as soon as I'm done with that, I'm going to sit for a certification and I'm going to, I'm going to go in the world of HR and, you know, to to coin the phrase of our our good friend, Steve Brown, I chose HR on purpose, Uh, but it really was quite a leap because, uh, like I said, I left without knowing what I I would be doing and felt that I needed the the degree, I needed the certification to kind of legitimize myself because if you look at my resume, there was nothing HR about it. So I Mm -hmm. realized I was going to have to take a couple steps back to move forward. Um, so I always like to talk about my, my first HR job was working in a staffing agency oh. and anyone getting into HR, I would recommend that because you are at, you are at the ground level, you are boots on the ground. And, um, and I always talk about my first day here I am, you know, walking in here. I, I, I felt I had a really good background, had my, my master's degree walk in and within 10 minutes, the first thing I was doing, I was handed a, a rubber glove and a specimen cup to conduct my first 10 panel drug test with the candidates. I'm like, that was my start. Like, what did I do? <laughs> and, and obviously, it, it, it improved from there. But I like to talk about that. Yeah, my first day in HR, whenever I talk to young professionals going into it, I tell them that, yeah, my first day was very humbling. But mm. I remember that. And I've learned so much along the way that, um, that that to me, that was almost the, the, the best start that I could have had to a, to a career in HR
0: that's good advice, because I know there's a a lot of people listening that wonder, you know, where where is a good place to start when when it comes to serving in the in the HR community. And I've had others share the same thing, you know, that staffing like boots on the ground. You get to talk to the people. I mean, that's that's I I hear that's a common thread for a great start. And and by the way, as you shared that story about how you said, hey, I quit cold turkey, I'm going to go back to school and this is what I'm going to do. And then you quoted, of course, T. Brown. He, he wrote the great book, you know, HR on Purpose. That is being purposeful, right? And and you know what? It also reminded me of the theme for the conference. So, Sherm 22 this year was in New Orleans, and the theme of that was cause the effect. And you and, and to me that it's about believing in something and then just going and doing it without being told. I, I would love for you to share your thoughts around the. Cause the effect. What does that mean to you?
1: Well, uh, quite simply, I, and again, obviously, we were exposed to that. Um, I guess that theme for the conference is as, as being Sherm, Sherm twenty-two influencers, and mm-hmm. something that we had grasped in in our in our um, in our content and so on. So, I guess the best way that I think of it is it's it's to me cause the effect is making a difference, um, and just I guess the best way to put it is being a participant in life and not a bystander. Mm.
0: Um,
1: it's it, you. Again, it, it, we can become very complacent sometimes and comfortable and kind of watch things happen, and I, I guess I've always preferred to be the person that makes things happen, and like the example that I gave in myself, I'm not, I'm not typically a very compulsive person, I mean, so that, that actually took a, a lot for me to actually make that leap of faith, if you will. Um, but again, I guess in that instance, I was causing the effect in my own career. I was in a I was in a career, uh, again, being paid well, doing pretty well, but there was, again, there, I felt there was something missing. Mm-hmm. And to me, it was finding um, again, finding that lane. And for mm-hmm. me, I felt it was human resources. I was gonna try it. um, I tried it. Um, and and obviously, I didn't know what the outcome would, would be because again, when you go into it, you are taking a leap of faith. And to me, causing the effect was, well, here's what I'm gonna do. How can I make a difference? How can I not be a bystander? And I found HR was gonna be the best role for me to actually put that into actual practice. And and again, going back to my first job, um, just seeing how so much of what I did Kept pointing back to HR. Everything with and, and HR points directly to people, and it's really making it making a difference in people. And that's really what I wanted to do. And and again, I have had the opportunity in many, many different HR roles to do it in different ways. Um, and that's uh, to me, it's you know, HR is causing the effect. Yeah,
0: I, I I love that. Of course, we just came back from Sherm 22 in New Orleans. Uh, I I don't know what the totals were. I heard about 15,000 people were in attendance. But you 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 and I both mentioned uh, Sherm influencers, and so for the listeners, uh, there were uh, I believe 21 uh, Sherm influencers selected to really help promote well HR and, and the in uh, the Sherm 22 conference. And I, I actually have this list. I was going to read this list real quick, just so you know. Amanda Brunson was uh, on that list, Anish ervan uh, Barbara Trotlin, uh, Brett uh, Farmalo, uh, of course, Claire Petrie, Diane Fleming, Frank uh, Kania, uh, Jenny Stone, John Baldino, Josh Rock, Kyra uh, Makovich. Uh, Mary Williams, Doctor Melanie Peacock, Nicole <laughs> Roberts, Steve Brown, Tim Sackett, Tim, uh, Tina Marie Wilfield, and Tim, uh, Todd Mitchell, and so, and then of course you and me were part of that group, and it was so great. I I, w- I was just curious, like uh, what what did you think about being a Sherm influencer, and and uh, what, what were your thoughts on that?
1: First of all, it's I, I, it's something I don't take for granted. Um, this was actually my third opportunity to to serve in that role. It used to be, mm. they used to refer to themselves as the Sherm Bloggers, and mm. I, I had the first opportunity to participate in uh, the Sherm 2019 conference, and then obviously, then COVID happened, and then when we started to regroup, I was able to do so, and in, um, in Las Vegas last year, Sherm 21, and then this third time, it, it's something that I think is a great thing that, that Sherm does in that they're able to, you, you mentioned those names. And, and again, some of those people I met for the first time this year, some have been friends for a long time. And, and, but each one of them is, um, is an HR professional, wants to share their story. And that's, that, that's kind of the platform that this allowed us to do. And it really wasn't, um, and I think a lot of us talked about this. I think some of us were a little uncomfortable with that term influencer, because me personally, I'm not looking to influence anybody, but it's really sharing an experience. And that's what I've been able to do mm. uh, each time that Sherman has, 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 has allowed me to do this. And it's really share the experience from my perspective. And not everyone can attend an annual conference. So it's basically giving them an insight in the things that I'm seeing, the, the various speakers, the the all, everything that we experienced last week, being able to do that. And and one final point about that is, it was actually at the time the Sherm bloggers, as they call, called them, that got me interested in attending an annual conference. Um, I just started—I don't even know how it happened—but I stumbled onto the Sherm Blogger uh, Sherm Seventeen Blogger List, just like the list that you you okay uh, named, okay uh, for the New Orleans conference last time they were in New Orleans okay and I found it, but unfortunately I found it like end of May and the conference was like in two weeks and there's no way I was going to make it. But what I did is I just started following all, they're all on Twitter. I followed mm-hmm. all of them and just started watching their content. I didn't know any of them really, but, you know, and then started again, just seeing what they were doing and then learned about things like Twitter chats and, and how we can engage. And eventually um, again, I, it always comes, it always seems to come back to Steve Brown when we talk about HR, but right. it was actually Steve Brown who I commented on one of his posts and he had reached out to me and said, hey, you need to join You need to join HR Social Hour. You need to join Next Chat and all of these different things where I could interact with others. And that had enough of an impact on me to say, I, I will go to the 2018 SHARE Conference. And I went there solo, just went there by myself, lives down the street in Chicago, not too far from me. But I, I was able to show up there and met all of these people, many of them that you mentioned, Kyra Makovic uh, Dr. Melanie Peacock, these people that Steve Brown, I mean, people that I had just connected with online and actually to meet them in person. And, and really from that point forward, it just, and and they're all bloggers for that conference. And I think, I think I just kind of hung around the bloggers lounge enough that they, they kind of like pulled me in, you know, kind of, kind of like we did with you and Tina Marie last <laughs> year that we were like, Hey, here's some good people. And, and that's just how it worked. And, and, uh, so yeah, I had nothing, nothing, but good things to say about the group you mentioned. I think uh, I think we had a great time. I, I hopefully people enjoyed our content. I think we were all very, um, very positive, very enthusiastic uh, about everything that was going on. Wanted to share all the good, you know, obviously with a conference of that size, not everything goes to plan, but we wanted to share the, the positive side of it and everything that we saw that was, uh, that was good and joyful.
0: Yeah, me and uh, Tina Marie were adopted at the end of the conference last year. <laughs> Hey, I want to I touch on one
1: thing that
0: you, 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 you've been talking about. And you said, I just dove in. I just, I started following these influencers. I started, I reached out and I commented. I, I you know, I, I, I did that. You weren't being told to do that. It reminds me of the saying, you don't have to have a title to be a leader, right? And so uh, for the people listening, there's people listening right now to this podcast That are like, I want to do that. I want to like, I want to be part of something bigger, but yet they don't know how, what drove you to do that,
1: Jeff? I think I I can't, I can't say specifically, you know, I can't, I can't think of a specific moment, but it was just, again, kind of, kind of like when I described my career early on, again, it's always something missing. I'm always, I'm always searching. That's I think that's how I'm wired. Mm -hmm. And it was, I, and I, and looking back on it, it makes sense to me. Now I was searching for community. Mm -hmm. I was searching for Mm -hmm. those that I could reach out to that are in my same industry that kind of understand Mm -hmm. the same struggles that I'm going through. Um, Again, we, i worked, I work with a team, a small team and people that we work with within, within our own organizations, but to, to be able to reach out to people in this case, worldwide, mm. um, that's what kind of drove me. And and, it, and the more I got into it, the more I saw the value of it. Mm. And, and, and I like to say this too, as far as those that are like thinking you know, might be reluctant about it. Um, I like to say if I can do it, anybody can do it because Mm. I am, I'm a self-confirmed introvert. A lot of people that meet me, they're like, you're not an introvert. No, I can act very, I can, I can put on the extrovert hat last week. And and if, and if you read my blog that I just put out, I'm exhausted because to me, I'm like, I know I need to be out there and energetic, but I'm, I'm more of the quiet, you know, talk one-on-one small groups. But um, like I said, so if I can, if I can kind of make that leap. First, first of all, by just jumping into social media, and then now in a in an in-person in environment, um, I'm confident anybody can do it.
0: I appreciate you sharing that so much. I know that there's some people listening that that are going to get a lot of value out of that. Hey, uh, l- let's talk about maybe some of your takeaways. What were, what were some of your uh, favorite moments? Maybe, maybe a, I don't know, a top five or, or more. What are some of your favorite moments of Sherm 22 that that you're taking back and and you're sharing with others?
1: Well, yeah, I'll give you a top five because I think, I think it became pretty clear to me as, as, as the week went on, obviously there were a lot of great experiences and I could, you know, I could list 50 if I wanted to, but really my top 10, if I had to just go down the list and and number one, um, and again, I think this is something we probably both, both, both share in that it was seeing friends, seeing, seeing Mm. people that we, you know, we, we've connected, we've connected over social media. In some cases we've met over, over zoom and other platforms, but just to actually see and, and, and hear these people and, and, and hug these people, uh, some of them we haven't seen since pre-pandemic. So, you know, Dr. Dr. Melanie Peacock, she was a surprise. She wasn't going to be coming to this conference. Um, she's from Canada, you know, there's still some travel concerns. And the fact that she surprised all of us uh, I mean, again, seeing friends, but that, you know, that, if, it, if there's a 1A, we're definitely seeing, you know, seeing Melanie and surprising all of us. That was, that was just a special moment, I, I know, for certainly for her, but for a lot of people.
0: You know, uh, I was going to stop you real quick because yeah. uh, we didn't share each other's top 10s, but I, I went ahead and wrote down my top 10 because I was going to, like, compare them to you. And sure. I have in-person networking, nothing like it.
1: Absolutely.
0: Isn't that crazy? So, so like Dr. Peacock, you just talked about her, Melanie Peacock. Uh, There's some of the things I learned about her that I, I've always admired her online, but being able to actually meet her in person, totally different experience. And now I admire her even more. And so in-person events, absolutely incredible. Keep going.
1: Well, number two, and I know we were both here for that. um, It was, was it was kind of a theme but really being reminded about the importance of of mental health Mm -hmm. and the well-being of not just our employees but ourselves that uh, from the keynote with ariana huffington um i think so many people took so much away from that uh i I mean especially you know coming out of this pandemic and knowing the burnout of our employees and and really the burnout of human resources professionals because a lot of us were on the front line during during the pandemic and dealing with a lot of new things that, that had evolved. And, and oftentimes we're the last, you know, we're, we're worrying about everyone else worrying about our employees. And sometimes we forget about ourselves. So a lot of the reminders that she brought up, um, I thought, I thought that was very insightful.
0: And I think a lot of people are going to get to see some of the takeaways and some of the blogs uh, shared by Sherm So be on the lookout. I think mental health, that awareness is going to be big. And I thought Melissa Anderson, Uh, the board chair uh, for Sherm did a wonderful job. So excellent point.
1: The third one kind of goes in hand in hand with the in-person to me that some of the real special moments were just connecting with people Mm. and it could have, it could be sitting next to someone in a session, or I had some of the best conversations standing in line at the Sherm store. And you just, you know, you just start striking up a conversation and, and just, I mean, there were so many people there and I'm, I'm always amazed at a lot of people that, go to these conferences, again, and I, I was one of them, you go by yourself, and you're kind of like, oh my God, what am I going to do, and you can kind of spot those people, and again, here's the introvert able to go out and say, hi, I'm Jeff, how you doing, it's your first conference, you start having conversations with people, and again, just making those connections that had been so, you know, been missing for so long, so that was that was my number three.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you, as a matter of fact, I remember sitting down at lunch and, and meeting, I, I call them Team Philly. So the the group from Philadelphia, Juliet and, and Teresa, the state director there, and they were sharing just what their conference was all about. And you know, of course, here in Texas we have the HR Southwest conference. And so we're comparing notes. And I think a lot of times that helps us
1: like generate ideas. And so I love that. I think we're at number four now. So um, and again, I, I think we may be on the same page of this one as well. To me, um, the the um the conference ended on such a, a positive note with the final keynote session with SHRM CEO and president Johnny C. Taylor Jr. interviewing former president George W. Bush. I mean, to have a conference and to hear, and I and I believe um, uh, Mr. Taylor said this, this is the first time in 74 years that a, a President, former U.S. president, spoke at the conference, and and just to hear directly from the president, obviously our our leaders, you know, you 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 see you see them through a media lens, and you see them, you know, through, but to actually hear from his heart and and hear how his own leadership is was just really grounded in his faith and his family. I mean, he's talked still talks so adoringly about about his dad and his mom, and 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 really, and then how how he led our nation after after nine eleven, and and how all those things kind of grounded him and, and provided the foundation for him as a leader. Uh, I mean, I could have listened to that for, for hours. I mean, that was just a great conversation.
0: Oh, me too. And I'll just kind of add some comments here that one of the things that at first I was a little bit uh, not really frustrated but I, I wanted to like take some pictures and record and and make notes and they and they made a comment you you, you can't take pic. there's no recording there's no photography you can't even take notes or you'll be escorted out and but but when I reflected on that what it did was it made me really focus and really listen and, and President Bush talked about the importance of listening and when you listen to people you, you can learn about how they think. And I thought that was real powerful. And then I'm always listening for, well, what does a great leader think a great trait might be? And when he shared humility and, and being humble enough and uh, to surround yourself with great people and, and, and ask them how they feel about different things and then making that decision, that was very inspiring to me. Uh, and, and he was so funny as he talked about his dad, Johnny C. Taylor said, Okay, well, let's go to the next question. And, and President Bush said, But you didn't ask me about my mom. And I just so my eyes were like full, they were just full of tears of joy of like so many emotions that whole conference. I I thought that was absolutely fascinating. And I'm gonna write a blog around that. And I, I thought that was real good. Okay, what's next?
1: To round out my top five, uh, last but not least, I, I have to say, this is probably actually my favorite moment of the conference and had nothing to do with HR, which is interesting. Um, it was the Brad Paisley concert. Ah. Um, I'm a huge Brad Paisley fan. And again, kind of a surprise to me as well. Um, our, our good friend, your fellow Texan, um, Sherman board member Paula Harvey, um so she's a member of the sherm board and she was her husband was going to join her for the for the concert but unfortunately he had to work so she's she came up to me she's like hey i heard you're a brad paisley fan would you like to be my plus one and was not sure what that meant i'm like yeah sure you need somebody to go with you well little did i realize we get there and i'm sitting behind johnny c taylor junior <laughs> right with the sherm board and the sherm staff close enough to probably touch brad paisley and I mean, as 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 a, a fanboy, first of all, I was just impressed. I mean, it's probably the fourth time I've seen Brad in concert. Certainly, never that close. But the real special part about it was not just obviously, you know, having the having the honor to, to see it from where I did. But I really got to share some special moments with some really incredible people that really I just gotten to know. Um, Two of them, I just want to call out by name, they're, they're part of the Sherm Executive Network, which is a new group of CHROs and, 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 and HR executives. And they were kind of in the proximity as well. And the two people that I that I spent a lot of time at the con- concert with and got to know very well was Pam Buchanan, who's out of Chicago, an excellent HR person. She's a volunteer, met her last year. And then Mary Dale, who was uh, on the M- Michigan Sherm uh, board just across the... The, the lake from us here, as we like to say. And I got to know Pam and Mary and they're just like wonderful people. We all enjoyed the concert together along with Paula, uh, went out afterwards. And I have to say, um, the fact that they were a- somehow able to get this introvert up and dancing, uh, yeah, more, more power to them because we had a great time. And, and uh, that was probably the highlight and, and such a great way to kind of uh, cap off the conference.
0: I appreciate you mentioning that. As a matter of fact, I got the chance to meet Mary and Pam at our influencer dinner the very first night, sure. and they're just they're amazing people. Like they are, it, and so many people at the conference. You just you realize how many amazing people there are serving the HR community. They're great business leaders. I just it 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 it's so good. Um, I was actually. Uh, thinking about, yeah, Brad Paisley was absolutely fantastic. Sherm does a great job. Uh, My first uh, Sherm conference as a volunteer leader, uh, uh, I believe it was Jerry Seinfeld was on in in Atlanta, and he was so funny. So they do a great job of bringing on uh, great guests, and I just, I appreciate Sherm and what they're doing. I want to ask you this question, Um, and and by the way, uh, how about, just real quick, how about uh, anything else? Maybe the Expo hall was terrific once again? It was.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean just overall and and again, I I'm, I'm somewhat new to this. I know you've been you've been doing doing the conferencing as I like to mm-hmm. create a new verb uh, for quite a while, much longer than I have. Um, I mean, this was really this was only my fourth annual conference, but every year I've seen this evolution where it just becomes bigger and better and 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 yeah, the, 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 the ex- exhibition hall was amazing. Um, a lot of the concurrent sessions that we were able to to see as as well as you know, I mean they always have the the the, the world-class keynotes and world-class entertainment mm-hmm. just overall I just thought it was just a an incredible experience and and the one the one thing that was uh, I, I guess if, if if there was a negative, if I could call a negative, it, it's kind of you talked about, there's so many people there. I felt there were so many people that I wanted to see and spend more time with. <laughs> the four days just wasn't enough. I mean, I'm getting emails from people, you know, that, oh, you know, we, we just passed each other and, you know, didn't have time to, to talk. And that that was the, probably the most frustrating part that I, I, wish, I wish we had two weeks and maybe, maybe that would be enough because... <laughs> there's just so many people I want to spend time with just pulled in so many directions, but, but you know, that's, if that's the negative, uh, yeah, I'll take that.
0: That, That's so good. I had some people that were commenting on social media saying, Hey, I hope we see each other. And uh, we didn't see each other. I mean, there were, there's just so, it's just so big. Uh, And then, you know, there were so many great speakers, you know, Greg Hawks spoke for the first time. I was so excited for him and, and, and he did an amazing job always enjoy seeing Steve Brown. Johnny C. Taylor is just inspiring. He's an incredible he's just a gifted leader. Uh, and, and Julie Birch, who I got to have on my podcast, she, she was speak and Jennifer McClure uh, she talked about being future ready. I just I, I, lo- I always walk away learn uh, sharing information that, that she's talked about. and of course uh, Tina Marie, we talked about her, she got to speak um it it was just an incredible conference so if you have a chance to attend uh in 2023 it is in las vegas it's going to be a lot of fun i I tell people all the time you know people ask me hey do you think i should go to this conference and it doesn't matter if it's the sherem conference or the hr southwest regional conference whatever it is and i always tell them listen there's two things you can always walk away from attending a conference you always get ideas always and ideas bring value. They bring value to you. They bring value to the organization, the people you're around. And then you always connect with somebody. And that's the real joy in, in our careers is when we're able to connect with people and, and share these experiences. And I, I'm just, I'm so grateful for that. I, w- I want to ask you a question. You, you have been volunteering for Sherm for a long time. Uh, and and I know you are also serve as a member of the A team, I believe. How has Sherm helped you, Jeff? How Sherm helped you grow in your leadership?
1: It's helped me in a lot of ways, and um, I had the opportunity to uh, to share this with Sherm during the conference. I was, um, you'll 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 appreciate this, Bruce. I was I was standing in line to get my picture taken with the cause of the effect logo at the Sherm booth, and apparently someone from Sherm spotted my. Sherm bowling shirt and my Sherm high tops and and pulled me out of line and saying you need to talk you need to, you need to tell us your Sherm story so they they asked well, about my Sherm journey so I shared a little bit I, I can I can share a little bit with you basically I told them my, my Sherm journey started off when I, again when I was going to shift to HR okay I I I'm getting my degree I'm getting a mm-hmm. certification what else do I need I'm going to write a check to Sherm because now I can put that on my resume. So that's how it started. <laughs> uh, but then it became getting involved with the local committee for, for yeah. our, our, our Milwaukee chapter okay. and got involved with the legislative committee. And then eventually when I moved from Milwaukee uh, up west to Madison, getting involved with the Madison, uh, greater Madison area Sherm, and then eventually joined the board and got more involved, got involved with the state. Um, it's just been an, an evolving process where Sherm has kind of been there a, along the way. Um, from a volunteer leader standpoint, it's it's given me just a lot of opportunities to give back mm-hmm. uh, in a number of different ways. Um, initially, it was my my passion was advocacy and government affairs. It's something that um, I worked three years in the Wisconsin State Legislature, so it was really good. It was a good match for, for human resources to be able to kind of to, to, to meld the two together and plan our legislative uh, conferences for seven years. Um, so it's just, again, it's been opportunities. I joined, I joined the SHRM Advocacy A team. Uh, SHRM has given me the opportunity to advocate on behalf of HR issues on Capitol Hill. I think I've done that four times as, mm-hmm. as well as at our Wisconsin State Capitol. Um, and then obviously the resources. I mean, there's been so many resources that I use almost on a daily basis that Sherm provides the different tools, go to their website, get, get, get news. So again, I can't, I can't imagine working in, working in HR now without having kind of Sherm as my partner. Yeah. And, I, and again, so they've, they've, they've helped me, they've helped me grow a lot, both, both in leadership and just being a better, better HR professional.
0: I appreciate you sharing that because I, I talked to a lot of people and I, I'm sure you're the same way where you talk to people and they're like, I want to get involved, but I just, ah, uh, I'm buried. I just don't have time. And it, it does take a little bit of time, uh, but the, but the value outweighs everything. And I, I, one of the questions I wanted to ask you is, you know, what advice like for people listening? And I know we've talked about a lot of different things, uh, we've talked mainly about the conference today, but then, we, you know, talking about the local chapter or state chapter. What advice would you share with others that, that aren't involved and, and may have that thought of, I'd like to get involved? What advice do you typically share?
1: Well, sure. I, and again, I think, again, it's good, SHRM's going to, or, or getting involved with with SHRM at a chapter or state level, it's, it's going to provide something different for everyone because everyone, obviously, everyone has different needs. Everyone has different ability to commit as well. So I just think to get involved at any level is going to be a, a return on that investment. Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, I talk to HR professionals that I'm working 50, 60 hours a week, and how am I going to possibly get involved? I mean, that's true. You, you know, timing is part of it as well. But I look at it as maybe a small investment in that is going to help you maybe maybe reduce at 50, 60 hours because you'll you'll find a connection, someone that can help you. You'll find some resources. Mm. So I found that, yes, it does, it does require an investment in time um but i think the return on an investment is is exponential i mean i i've i've personally seen that so so my advice would be to to just get involved you don't have i mean i it's i i joke because i mean my my colleagues even in the state council they call me mr sherm because i'm always you know i'm always wearing it somewhere you know and just and, and i'm proud of it um but it's something that i've chosen to kind of go you know, feet first in, and and I've gotten more and more involved over the years. I mean, even at this conference, like I said, I was pulled in so many directions. I wasn't able to, you know, join some of the influencer dinners and things like that. Cause I was pulled with three other things, but, but you don't have to do that right away. It's something that I yeah. choose to do. Um, but I think initially, you know, get, there are so many chapters uh, geographically located. And, and again, these might be people that work down the street from you at the, at the next company, next organization, get to know them. And it's just a simple way to get involved. And that's how I got involved. And it just kind of snowballed from there. And it, and it may for you, it may not. I mean, it's fine. We have a lot of individuals that are just comfortable volunteering attending uh events with their local chapters and other that like to you know again chapter state national do it all and that's 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 kind of where i am and it's like i, I now make the time for 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 those things
0: i love that i appreciate you sharing that jeff i will tell you that uh, you used a word earlier that i think at the end of the day sums it up and it's about community uh steve brown i heard him talk back in 2019 i believe and he made a comment. I share this all the time. He said, "We all need at least five people outside the workplace that we can go talk to." And I think that's what these local associations do for us—is they give us those that outlet, the the people they allow, they give us a chance to to build those relationships. And so I appreciate you. I told you time was going to fly by. And so I want to get to the last part of this, uh, the show I called it's time to accelerate. I like to ask a few fun questions as we, as we wrap up here. Hey, first question I would to ask is would you rather read a book or listen to a podcast?
1: I would, I would give you a different answer. Uh, two years ago, it definitely would have been podcast. Mm. Um, working in the office, I have about an hour commute each way and it was podcast every day. Um, you know, Listening to your podcast, HR Social Hour, a lot of different, a lot of different podcasts, getting so much valuable information, it made the drive go so quick. Well, now I'm re- primarily remote. I, I go in a couple couple times a month to the office. So uh, on those days, yes, it is a podcast, but I'm fine. I'm, I'm I'm leaning more towards books. And I don't know if you can see it here, but I've got. I've got some of my books here. I have, a, I have a really bad habit. I like to get a lot of books and start reading them. And I'm probably about <laughs> a, a quarter of the way through of all of them and I, and I need to finish them. But I'm, you know, right now I'm, I'm obviously, um, and I'm almost actually through uh, Life in the Leadership Lane. So oh, I, I love I, it. Your book is, because it, 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 it's on top, here. So it's almost done with that, but I'm also reading, um, johnny c taylor jr's book reset yeah uh i'm reading a book by uh, Lori rudiman called betting on you yeah and then um and then i'm sure i have some others here as well so I'm, I'm really into the books right now
0: i love that as a matter of fact i picked up a book i'm the same way i've got these books i've got three books i'm into and i've got uh, dr alex alonso's uh taboo talk oh sure uh talking taboo uh that i'm getting ready to dive into so and we just got through reading reset in our book club that is a fantastic book so okay that's good oh i love that man hey how about what energizes you outside of work outside of sherm outside of all the stuff you do in the workplace what energizes you jeff
1: well, I was going to say, besides Sherm, because I do I do spend a lot of my downtime or a, 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 away from work time doing things with Sherm, but I, I really have to drill it down to really some very simple things. I mean, yeah. the things that energize me, keep me going, besides Sherm, besides work. Yeah. Um, I just drill it down to it's, it's really my faith. Hmm. Um, I love to travel. Um, love our dogs. Um, my wife and I we have we have a we have two two dogs, and they keep us busy as well. Um, another another thing about me is I can't sit still I don't know if you can tell that if it's coming through (laughs) on here but I cannot I cannot sit still which is it's in direct contrast to my wife who just likes to to sit back so (laughs) so sometimes what I'll do if if I need if I need a pick up pick me up and you know my wife is is off doing something I'll just jump in my car alone and say I'm going to take a road trip and just take a couple hours and just tool around Wisconsin And and if and I know you follow me on social media. So you might see some, you might see hashtag day of Jeff. So that's what I call it, right? Just kind of get out, do something different, go to, go to some town, go somewhere where I haven't been before. And again, it's just, it's just discovering and then come back and I'm, and I'm energized. That's
0: awesome. I love that day of Jeff. Hey, I got one final question. It's probably my favorite question. Jeff, 10 years older is knocking at your front door and you're going to go into that door. What's he going to tell you?
1: Well, I would, I would hope that I would tell myself, um, enjoy the journey. Mm. Um, there's so many things that you're going to experience great things, meet so many great people along the way, just take some time and, and, and savor it. Uh, it's not always about the destination, but it, it, to me, it's, it's worrying not so much about where you're going, but, but what happens along the way, um, Again, I just look back. I mean, even as you know, as we're kind of talking about Sherm, I look back at my Sherm experience and so many great experiences and and great memories. And just just this past week, I mean, I have just so many memories that were made. Um, again, I would say to myself, savor those things because don't take them for granted. Mm. Um, you know, obviously the pandemic kind of had a lot of us kind of shift because a lot of that was taken away from us, and now having it back, um, again, just enjoy the journey. I guess it'd be as simple as that.
0: That's a wise, older Jeff Palkowski. I love it. You're definitely driving in the leadership lane, my friend. Hey, for those who uh, want to connect with you and they want to follow you, and maybe learn more about you, how, how is the best way for them to connect?
1: Sure. Well, I mean, obviously, uh, I'm out on social media, so you can certainly find me on LinkedIn, Jeff Palkowski. Um, on Twitter, uh, my Twitter handle is Jeff Pally. Pretty easy to, to remember. Um, I also blog occasionally, probably more so around our conferences, um, but occasionally I'll, I'll, I'll get the urge to blog again when I have the time. Uh, and then uh, my, my blog is called HR Sushi Bar. So again, mm. something kind of easy to remember. So
0: Makes me hungry. HR Sushi <laughs> Bar.
1: I love it. Hungry for HR. Hey, Jeff, I appreciate
0: you coming on today, just sharing your wisdom and, and perspective. You're definitely an influencer. A uh, great leader, someone I admire and I've admired for a long time. And I, I can't wait to see what it looks like for the road ahead for you and for the HR community. And, and I can't wait to share this conversation. So thank you again uh, for being on the show.
1: Well, thank you. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm truly honored to, uh, to be on here. Um, life in the leadership lane, something that I've, I've, I've obviously admired from afar as well. You're doing great work. Um, like I said, I was a little, little surprised when, when you invited me on, I'm like, I, you know, i see all these great leaders you have. I mean, from football coaches to CHROs, I'm like, I, you know, I've been one of those people that I've, I've actually been proud to most of my, most of my life has been leading without the title. But I, I, again, I think it, I like to hopefully demonstrate that you don't need the title to, to, to lead and I'm going to continue to lead in whatever, whatever my title may be. So, I, so again, I do appreciate, uh, appreciate spending the time with you today
0: awesome and a big shout out to uh, wisconsin sherm state chapter i was so glad to meet everybody and uh thanks again for being on the show and uh, can't wait to share the conversation my friend
1: thank you